0: This is BayCare Health Chat, another podcast from BayCare Health System. Welcome to BayCare Health Chat. I'm Deborah Howell, and I invite you to listen as we discuss brain wellness. Today, we'll find out more about dementia and how to help prevent it. I'm joined today by Kim Saberi, the coordinator of the Memory Disorder Center at St. Anthony's Hospital. Kim, what a pleasure to have you on with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Deborah.
0: Okay so to start off can you give us a quick explanation of what dementia is?
1: Dementia is an umbrella term and it means a person is having more than normal cognitive changes and it's affecting their ability to perform their activities of daily living independently like managing finances or driving. There's several different types of dementia. The most common type is Alzheimer's disease And some of the more common types are vascular dementia, frontotemporal dementia, and Lewy body dementia.
0: And what are some risk factors for developing dementia?
1: Well, the risk factors that we can't control are age, family history, and heredity. But the good news is that there are several risk factors that we can control, and it's important that we effectively manage health conditions and make positive wellness and lifestyle choices. Right.
0: Now, can you tell us some health conditions that increase risk for dementia if not controlled?
1: Sure. Things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, sleep apnea, obesity, depression, and a history of head trauma. But the good news is that these conditions can be controlled with proper medical management and healthy lifestyle choices. It's pretty amazing because the brain is only 2% of our body weight, but it receives 15% of our cardiac output and 20% of our total body oxygen consumption. So heart health equals brain health, and strategies for overall healthy aging equals brain wellness.
0: Okay. So now the American Heart Association has some recommendations for diet and exercise. Let's have you spell those out for us.
1: Okay, eating a diet, low in saturated fat, low in sugar, and having lots of various fruits and vegetables. So you want to think Mediterranean diet. And you can go to the American Heart Association's website at heart.org for more information.
0: Good. And now how important is exercise?
1: Research shows that regular participation in physical activity reduces the risk of developing dementia. So aerobic exercise increases brain-derived neurotrophic factor. This is a growth factor in the brain that helps existing neurons survive and encourages the growth and differentiation of new neurons and synapses. No drug does this. Nothing else can make the brain grow and strengthen connections. Aerobic exercise also benefits attention, speed, executive function, and memory in healthy older adults. So aerobic exercise, we're talking about cardio exercise, where you're getting your heart rate up, you're getting a little bit out of breath. This is done through activities like brisk walking, cycling, running, swimming, or aerobics. And the American Heart Association recommends 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity aerobic exercise. And don't smoke. Because the more oxygenated blood you have pumping through your brain, the healthier your brain is going to be.
0: Absolutely. Keep it vibrant. Now, I understand that socialization is super important for brain wellness. How so?
1: Well, socializing actually strengthens connections in the brain and decreases our risk for depression. Research shows that having a positive sense of purpose lessens the risk for developing dementia, lessens brain atrophy over time, and it also may be able to reduce cognitive decline by up to 50%. Some people lose their sense of purpose after retirement. It's really important to find it and to stay engaged. So people might wanna consider volunteering, getting involved in a local senior center or club or organization.
0: I agree, Kim. It is so, so important not to sit in your home alone as you start to lose things and uh, you know just get back out there quickly after you retire so you don't uh, have that temptation to just nest all the time. Now, in addition to physical stimulation like exercise, cognitive stimulation is also important. Any advice on how to obtain more cognitive stimulation?
1: It's important to find what you love and do what you love and learn new things. Because the more you do one thing, the easier that thing becomes. So you need to either continue to increase the level of difficulty of the activity. Like if you're doing crossword puzzles, you need to continue to do more and more challenging crossword puzzles. And also just do a variety of activities.
0: You know, it's pretty simple. Eat a variety of things, do a variety of activities. Just make each day a little bit different, and that's going to do you some good. Now, what about our daily habits, routines, and strategies?
1: Well, we can use technology, a planner, write things down. We can use a hook for our keys, a basket for our wallet. And you want to think of these things as tools to help you function at the highest possible level as you age.
0: I mean, I even need them now, so I can only imagine adding 20 or 30 (laughs) years on trying to find my keys. That's a great idea. Kim, where can our listeners go to find out more about your services?
1: You can contact the Memory Disorders Center in St. Petersburg at 727-825-1595 or the Memory Disorders Center in Clearwater at 727-298-6025.
0: This has been so enlightening. I learned a lot. Thanks for all the good information today, Kim.
1: Thanks for having me,
0: Deborah. And that wraps up this episode of BayCare Health Chat. Head on over to our website at baycarememories.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other BayCare podcasts so we can share the wealth of information from our experts together. This is Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.